everybody, it's Nikki Washington. You are listening to another episode of Let Me Find Out, a witty take on life and culture. I'm so glad to have you back in the saddle. I'm glad that we could spend this time together yet again. Why? So that we might laugh, we might love, we might have a good time, be informed, all of the things. Let Me Find Out is really a whole content space hub where we just really chop it up, have a good time and uh, keep a safe space for inspirational content. So I hope you find this to be a safe space for you and yours. Listen, if you're new to the show, welcome you once, welcome you twice, welcome you in the name of, and if you're a church kid, do know the rest, Jesus Christ. Amen. And if you are not new to the show, what's good family? Welcome back. Listen, if you've looked at the title, you know, we're getting into it this week. Now, full disclosure, well, actually, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm out of order right now. Let me get this housekeeping before I just dive right in. That's how you know it's really on my heart when I'm like about to dive in, as Trey was saying. Um, before I dive in, uh, if you have not connected with me on any social media outlet, please do that by logging on to wherever you log on Instagram, TikTok, wherever. Uh, TikTok is Nick Wash, N I K K W A S H. Um, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, it's Nick Washington. And I'll be glad to connect with you there. Uh, let me know that it's real by liking, subscribing, sharing, posting, all of the things. These things help us to be found by people who might not find us otherwise. So thank you in advance for contributing to the cause. So without further ado, let's talk about it. Let's get into it. Now, listen, this is going to be a bit of a freestyle show. And I'm just kind of shooting from the heart here. Um, I try to stay, uh, just kind of like, uh, out of the conversation and not from a standpoint that I did not have an opinion, uh, but from a standpoint, if I, I really believe, um, particularly as believers, particularly those of us who are leaders and believers that, um, we have to be discerning, uh, before we begin to p- speak about a topic that we can't haphazardly jump on every hot topic, just because it's a hot topic that we have to be discerning. Uh, with the understanding that our words carry weight. And because our words carry weight, we can't use our words haphazardly um, navigating the spaces of social media, navigating the spaces of pulpits, navigating the spaces of our workplace. We have to measure our words. I like the saying where it says measure twice, cut once. So in other words, if you really take time to be thoughtful in your approach, you're less likely to be prone to error. And so in looking at the headlines, um, it is no secret that the church is really taking some blows right now. Y'all like, uh, there's just a lot going on by way of headlines with our leaders and pastors and uh, public uh, Christian figures. And um, there, it, it would seem as though uh, there is an all out attack and uh, there's a bit of both. And, and we're not going to uh, dissect and reason, but um, I just have been grieved. Y'all I've been really grieved about uh, the state of uh, the front facing. I understand what's going on though. And it's not all, um, it's not all attack. It's not all demonic attack. Some stuff is God reckoning. Some stuff is a uh, course correction. Some stuff is the law of reaping and sowing. So I'm not going to act like the church is such a victim as this being attacked. No, no, no. There are people who claim to be God ambassadors who are being attacked because there's a law of reaping and sowing. There are people who are being attacked because, um, there's some stuff that's not just that, that that's false accusations. There are also some people being attacked because of, uh, their own, excuse me, behaviors, devices, um, things that we have said. Um, but what I want to talk about is not really people's behavior, because if you really get into the weeds when it comes to behavior, everybody listening to this show, myself included, 
will have one time or another in your life where someone could point to your behavior and say it was less than integrous. Someone could point to your behavior and say it's not on the up and up. And we don't use that as an excuse to do whatever you want. I live a very measured life. I live to the best of my ability upright before the Lord. I'm not perfect, but I live what I preach. And so I'm not giving an excuse to have sloppy grace. But what I am saying is um, we have to be very careful judging the sins of other people when we have planks in our own eyes. So it's not my job to say this person did that and this person didn't do that and this person's trifling. That's not what I'm here for. Um, what I want to speak to as it relates to the controversy that the church is going through right now are to the people who are watching this from the sidelines and are feeling discouraged and um, are feeling kind of disconnected and uh, dejected and disgusted really by the church. So first, let me say this. I think we've heard it a thousand one times, but um, there's no industry, there's no space, no space um, where there is not um, some degree of um, unsavoriness. I'll say it that way. There is no space where you have not received or experienced something that was less than pleasurable, whether you at a restaurant and they got your order wrong, whether you had a doctor's office and the doctor didn't take care like he should have, whether you were on a flight and the flight attendant was rude. Um, there's not one space in life that you cannot say you've experienced some less than pleasant customer service. We'll say it that way. Um, for whatever reason, uh, when we experience these things in the church, people try to throw the baby out with the bathwater. And so I understand that the church is held to a higher standard. I got all that. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Um, but I also understand that the church is also uh, ran by humans. And although we are uh, standing on the word of God, which is infallible, which is God breathed, and it is uh, delivered by humans. It is still a human conduit that the word is coming through. So we have to filter through that. With that being said, I believe in the Lord's church. I'm going to say that again. I believe in the Lord's church. I believe that he's coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle. I believe in fivefold ministry. I believe that God is God and beside him is no other. These are the things that I believe. And because I believe that, um, I have to make sure that I represent Christ to the best of my ability, but also make sure that I see things through the lens of how he uh, would see things. And I don't always see it. Sometimes I'd be like, this is just janky, you know, what I mean? <laughs> but there are some times where I'm, I'm really leaning into Lord. Okay. Help me to see how you see. Cause I don't like how this looks. Help me to see how you see, because this looks real bad. This is a, a stain on the body. Um, and like I said, I think some of it is God's reckoning. It's supposed to happen. Um, but I think there's also um, some grace that we're supposed to give the church. So I just want to talk again to the people who are looking at the church with disdain uh, to encourage you not to throw the baby out with the bathwater, to encourage you to not allow one glimpse or two glimpses or as it is in the news lately, five glimpses of um, of what you've seen in the social media streets to cause you to think that the whole of the church is, is awful. I uh, say this a lot. I know y'all probably tired of me hearing it, but I actually live it. And I see it and I know a lot of pastors and leaders who are saved and they love God and they love one wife and they love their church and they don't take a salary sometimes and they don't um, they don't sleep sometimes for laboring for the church and they their whole households. I've no pastors whose households have went without when I was growing up households went without so that the church could have their lights on like I've seen that in real time. Um, and so I, because I've seen these examples and not just bad examples, I'm able to um, look at the whole of the the body of believers with the level of maturity and a level of non familiarity. I think one of the beautiful things about my story is um, I didn't grow up playing church at three and four years old. I wasn't the kid that was made to go to church seven days a week. 
I, I went to church because I wanted to when I was a teenager and then I became dedicated. Um, and when I say dedicated, meaning like, okay, I'm gonna do this thing all the way when I was 18. So I didn't have, um, I wasn't able to become common and overly familiar with church, um, with church cadence, you know, with, with all the things that we joke about and nothing wrong with making light of certain things. But, um, I just believe that sometimes when we get too familiar, um, we will find that we know church, but we don't know God. When we get too familiar, we will find that we are, um, uh, making a, a caricature of the church. And when we need the real power of God to show up, we have a hard time believing with our heart and confessing with our mouth because we have made such a, um, a joke of, of what we think uh, church culture is. And don't get me wrong. Again, I'm the first person to tell you there's some things in church that are just crazy and that are funny. Y'all. <laughs> and I, and, but also I know how to discern between what is um, theater and what is really the power of God. And I think in a social media space that puts everything out for public fodder and everything on the internet um, for judgment that you have a lot of immature people who are familiar with church, but not God. And they don't know the difference between what is God and what is church semantics. And therefore it looks like the disrespect of the whole when it really isn't about um, God being any less God than he is void of people's theater and semantics in church. Um, so I just want to, again, this is about encouraging people who, uh, who look at the church as a joke, who look at the church as a sham, a scam, their leaders are a scam. It is so far from the truth, but you have to really want to see a full picture in order to see it. And I understand also there's some people who will think it's a scam because they wanted to, to begin with, like, it's just what it is. Uh, it's, it's, you'll find what you're looking for as long as you're looking for it. Right. And there's some people that will see the truth of what it is. And it's not all beautiful and peachy and rosy. Um, but again, you have to have a holistic view. And so you'd be hard pressed to convince me that all church people are bad. Just like you'd be hard pressed to convince me that all black people are bad. Just like you'd be hard pressed to convince me that all white people are bad. Like literally there is a, a, a variety of people in every single space. The only difference is the church should have a higher standard that we um, are, are held to. We really should. That's why you're seeing a lot of the um, the fallout of of not living up to that standard. Um, which is another reason why I think grace is so very important, y'all. It is just so very important because when you hold yourself to the measure of the law and you become legalistic, and I, I tweeted about it this afternoon. I said, you know, when you hold yourself to that law, and I'm paraphrasing, <laughs> paraphrasing my own tweet, hello. <laughs> but I basically said, when you hold yourself to the letter of the law, it's like a sword that will eventually cut you and the people that you are uh, accusing. It's impossible to hold someone to be being uh, um, held to the letter of the law and it not affect you because once you do, the law measures everybody and no one will measure up, but by the grace of God. So that's why we need God's grace, because if it was just about a, a set of rules, everybody would be condemned. That's why we needed Jesus to come to be that conduit, that that gap standard, that <laughs> gap standard, I took myself, that lamb, you know, that sacrificial lamb that came for sinners slain so that we could be uh, free and so that we could walk in liberty and we could have grace. And so um, I would want to really just implore um, the people listening that you would give grace to the church, even in those people that are not always right, even in those people that don't deserve to be forgiven in your eyes. Right. Because the reality of it is um, we all need grace. Just, you know, the prideful haven't realized it yet. And there are some people that you extend, extend grace to like God bless them. Uh, but however, you don't open the door to them again. So I'm not saying turn a blind eye to what's going on. And I mentioned that on last week when I talked about forgiveness, I'm not saying turn a blind eye to people and their folly. No, there's a law of reaping and sowing that will happen, but God will disperse that. What I am saying is, um, when you know someone has had a sincere and repentant heart, 
don't hold it over their heads. Don't hold it over their heads. When you know that, um, that someone's heart is good, but maybe they just made a bad decision. I don't think it's our job to, um, to hold it over people's heads. I don't think it's, I think we hold each other accountable, but how can you hold somebody accountable that you don't even know in real life? I've seen y'all in people's feeds and timelines, people going in on celebrities and on public figures as if they know them in real life, as if the people have not had any accountability, as if the last thing we saw about them on the internet is the last thing it was. Like, we have no idea how these people live. Now, don't get me wrong. Again, I know some of y'all gonna come for me and I'm cool. I'm built for it. Um, I know some people are like, but Nikki, this is that. And there are some people that like, it's demonic. And I'm not talking about that. There are some people who are calling themselves God's woman and God's man, and they are not. It's demonic. It's witchcraft. And you see it. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people who are in the church and their intentions and their onset was that they wanted to do the right thing, that they really had a heart to be um, led of God. And they really had a heart to help people. And then somewhere along the way, they got off track and they made some bad decisions. And now their bad decisions have come to light. I'm talking about extending grace uh, to those people, considering that you will need grace. And the difference is your stuff hasn't been put on a big screen. You know, your stuff hasn't been made, you know, publicly aware. And again, I'm not speaking from a place of I'm not out there living wild. I I have no dog in the fight. Again, I'm not perfect, but I I live what I preach. I'm talking from a place of you never know what life is going to bring your way. So it would behoove us to extend grace uh, for the same measure that you extend grace, you'll receive grace. So I just want to encourage you to extend grace, uh, to stay out of the comment section, gossiping about people, y'all, <laughs> and to really love each other well. And in loving each other well, we show Christ's love in the earth because all of these people who are falling, if they repent and turn to God, are going to need restoration. And are we going to restore our brother one to another? Are we going to restore our sisters one to another? Are we going to be those true ambassador of Christ? Are we going to say, I remember what you did in 2022 or 2020 or uh, 1998. How long are you going to hold it over people if they are repentant? So I I would just like to encourage us to get in a posture of um, open arms when we know that someone is coming back to the fold, like the prodigal son, like, like those people who realize their error of their ways and are repentant and just want to be embraced and accepted and restored are we going to restore our brother and sister into the faith so just want to say that I know it might have seemed like I was a little bit all over the place and heck I might have been but it's my podcast I can do that (laughs) no seriously I just wanted to talk real quick um without dissecting any one person's life because I'm that's not uh, my role nor is it my responsibility or even my place um but I did want to say in in summation that all the things that we see online don't need to be digested Um, and that if we do see some things online about true leaders, I'm not talking about principalities, demonic forces and witchcraft. I'm talking about people who are true leaders who have fallen in the body. Um, I think one of the things that we can do, um, instead of just, uh, getting in the comments or gossiping is, uh, employing prayer and asking God to govern how we pray, whether it's God asking God to employ mercy or grace or, um, justice or, um, anything in between. I think it's important as uh, his people to humble ourselves and pray um, so that he can heal our land and so that our church uh, can be presentable because I, I, I too understand, like I said, that there's a, there's a sifting away that, that God is going to be doing and that it is doing. There's a sifting away and um, it's for the greater good, but it doesn't mean that God uh, doesn't want anyone to perish. The Bible says he wished that none would perish. We know that people will perish, but it is his desire, his desire that none would perish. So if that's his desire, as best I can, I'm going to uh, intercede and try to be a support to to those who um, are God honoring, but just broken.
So I hope I hope uh, this gave you some kind of um, insights as you navigate these social media streets. Please be ambassadors of Christ wherever you go, as I will attempt to do the same. And anytime you see me not doing the same, feel free to hold me accountable because we are our brother. We are our sister's keeper. So if you have questions about this show, feel free to hit me up. You know where I am. It's Nick and I K K last name, Washington at wherever you log on, uh, except for TikTok, it's Nick Wash. And I'll be glad to uh, reply there. And uh, yeah, we can have a healthy discourse, healthy God-honoring discourse. Amen. Amen. As always, this is Nikki Washington, and you're listening to Let Me Find Out.